ladies and gentlemen. We are coming up on episode number 33. And we're going to be talking to one of my friends, I like to say, is Hello Greedo. And I've known Greedo, gosh, uh, only for, I think, a year to a year and a half now. And, you know, I've had a great rapport with him. He is the only one that's actually interviewed me. Um, which was really interesting about a year ago. And he's just a, a super humble, I would say, you know, content creator that I think is is very unique in this space because I knew uh, a little bit about him, but I, I picked up his book, and this is not a paid promo, by the way. <laughs> um, but his book, Sorry About the Mess, I, I read it, and, and it was very interesting, not only because I, I don't read books, but... Um, this doesn't read as a book, it reads as a conversation. And hearing some of the things he has to say about uh, YouTube, the algorithms, and, and I believe this was written in, I believe, 2019, for pre-pandemic, um, from what I understand. Um, and some of the things he says about, like, you know, YouTube and the content on there, it, it just, it's like nail on the head. And it still applies in 2021. It's really good. And then kind of... You know, we peel back the layers of Hello Greedo and understand, you know, why does he have such a UO obsession? And and you kind of get it, right? Like, you know, he, no matter what, even though his his core base, right, is Star Wars, you know, and, and the super interesting about about that is I, you know, I like Star Wars and you'll hear us talk about it, but I'm not like you know, geek level. I don't get into the lore like some people do. Like I just, I, you know, that doesn't interest me, but I, but I do like Star Wars. Like I think it's fun. I like watching the movies, going to Disney, all that stuff. Um, but it, it's, it's, it's fascinating to me that a game like Ultima Online, you can have a huge YouTuber like Hello Greedo and he will still post about UO and he'll say it over and over again, you know, cause he loves it and, and he doesn't care. He will always post it. And what I've realized is this game has touched so many people from all walks of life and the relationships and everything like that, even from 20 years ago, still carry over today in some form or fashion. And I, I think at the end of this conversation, I thought in my head, wow, like we hit almost an hour and a half and... I mean, I can't even believe it. I, I, I believe I said it in the episode somewhere, and he was like, really? It's been that long? It felt like 10 minutes. Um, it was just an awesome conversation, and it's so cool to come back a year later, right, and talk about this. I truly hope that uh, Greedo does some sort of content on Outlands, which I think he may, um, but seeing, gosh, the video he did about UO hit... I think he said it was at 58,000 views, like blew my mind, right? That, you know, because that's all you need is a bigger content creator, publish something like that about UO. And I mean, that many people, right, have saw UO in some form or fashion that may not have been searching for it is just crazy cool, right? Because, you know, I don't, and, and we've talked about it on the podcast, especially with uh, Pop-Tart a few episodes uh, ago. That I don't really care, you know, what shard you're playing. I, I just hope that you're playing the game still and you're enjoying it, right? Like, that's the main goal. For me personally, and it really does sound like that for Greedo as well, like for the MMO space, UO pretty much 
like checks off all the boxes, whether it's nostalgia, I mean, whatever you're looking to pull from it, right? There is either a shard and or an experience there for you in UO. Um, so I don't think like, I know for me personally, you know, I may from time to time perhaps take a break or, or not, not be as hot and heavy on it, but I'll usually never be playing another MMO. Um, I have a, I have one MMO that I'm looking at in the future. I think it's still a few years off. We'll see. Um, but UO has pretty much uh, stolen my heart, and, and it still has many other people because um, you'll hear Greedo say it, like he still refreshes his you know house on hybrid. I mean, that, that's just, it's crazy, man. It's been like 17, 18 years, you know, just what a wild ride. So I hope uh, sincerely you guys really enjoy this episode. Um, it, it is definitely one of my favorite conversations I have had. Um, the end, I'm just going to preface this with the end. <laughs> I asked Greedo a question. I promise you um, it was not staged. I am not getting a cut or any sort of monetary compensation. Um, but it was definitely one of the most unexpected answers uh, out of probably anyone I've asked that question. So it was super fun. Um, so stick around, guys. Uh, and we're going to have some more content hitting you guys uh, definitely in December and January. It should be a good one. All right, guys, I'm sitting down with Hello Greedo. Uh, first of all, uh, thank you for joining me, man. How you doing? I'm doing really well. How are you? I'm good. As we were just talking about, I am having a margarita in Texas, and life is good. <laughs> nice. I'm having a beer in Florida. So it's it's technically, it's kind of a weekend, man, because tomorrow is Wednesday and then Thanksgiving. And yeah, we're treating, me and my wife are treating this as a weekend night, so we're drinking. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah, because like I'm... <laughs> I'm working, but like you're not really working a holiday week. It's just kind of right. it's usually traditionally slow. Um, but um, so I want to connect with you and kind of talk some UO because the last time we spoke, you interviewed me, right? Mm. And that was very interesting uh, to say the least. It, it was a wild experience. I really enjoyed it. It, it was a lot of fun. Um, and it, it's just crazy how now we're coming like a year, almost a year later. Yeah. Yeah. That's nuts. That's a long time, right? <laughs> it is. This, I think this is the longest. I, I, I have had the same uh, houses and hybrid for a year. That's the longest I've ever had like player made wow. server houses. Keep refreshing yeah. them. Usually they would decay uh, after I get my UL, UO fill of the month, you know, but, but yeah, yeah so it's, it's hard to believe it's been a year. Let, yeah. Let's jump right in. Where do you get your name? Where does this come from? Because I, I, I'm gonna be Ooh. honest. I, this is a very rarity to me. Even my wife asked me, "What the hell are you doing?" I was reading a book, okay, and, and it was your book. And I said, mm -hmm. "You know, let me pick it up." And that was an unanswered question that I don't think I, I pulled. Really? From yeah, you might be right. I don't know if I mentioned that in there. No. Interesting. You yeah. Oh, uh, so the yeah, the name Hello Greedo. There, I mean, it's not a very exciting story, but back in um, 2006, I think. Um, it was the year before I went to boot camp. I had a Greedo mask and I would go on this um streaming website called Justin TV. Okay. Uh which which ultimately turned into or was bought by Switch, something like that. Uh and I would go on there and my name was Hello Greedo. Right. For what I just like the I just like the way it sounded, Hello Greedo. And I would okay. wear this Greedo mask and act like an idiot on webcam. It was like the first streaming live stream kind of website yeah and, that was uh, twitch before twitch was it yeah, basically yeah, yeah man mm -hmm. yeah 
So yes, that's it. There's really no rhyme or reason. It just kind of flows off the tongue nicely. That's about it. Okay, and then some. This is something uh, we were. I was in the car um, with my family, and I asked my son. He's familiar with you, and he's hmm. gosh, he's eleven. I said, okay, what what's a question you want me to ask? You know him, and he said, all right, Dad, why? Ask him why does he wear the mask like all the time? Like like what's the deal? I it I never intended for this gimmick to be a thing. <laughs> it, it just, so I started the channel in 2011. And after my first video, everybody, like the comment sections were, do a face reveal, do a face reveal. And me being kind of a smart ass and uh, yeah. a con contrarian, I was like, no, nah, I'm never gonna do a face reveal. I'm just not gonna mm -hmm. be the beast. And it just kind of turned into a fun little gimmick 10 years later. But. Well, and, and it's it's almost ingenious because like, oh, what a, what a lucky guy, right? He doesn't have to show his mug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I walked around Star Wars Celebration. Nobody knew who I was, but I saw people wearing Hello Greedo t-shirts, and I'm like, that's cool as shit. Oh, yeah. man, that's really funny. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah, yeah that's fun. So, yeah. like, walk me through some of your first interactions with Ultima Online. How did you even hear about it? Sure. Um, so, I started in, um, it, was called, it was the Second Age, which came out in 98, I believe. Okay. And, um... Yeah, I was 12 years old at the time, 12 or 13, depending on the month that it came out. Um, and I remember first hearing about it, I believe, in a PC Gamer magazine. And there were a couple screenshots of it and, you know, a little uh, brief description of what the game was and the openness yeah. of it and, and, and all that kind of stuff. And it sounded so intriguing to me because... Uh, prior to UO, you know, I was playing like the first Diablo and that was kind right. of my first introduction to online gaming. Um, and this just sounded so expansive and epic. Um, well, and, and to, uh, to set yeah. the stage for some of you young folk, back in the day, us old farts had to go to a bookstore or a place <laughs> that sold you know periodicals <laughs> and you got an actual magazine with yeah. screenshots that were in color but the real takeaway was the demo disc. <laughs> oh, I, I, yeah, absolutely. Dude, until you just mentioned that, I forgot about demo discs. Yeah. Whoa. Like that, I, Whoa. I remember, I think it was like Mech Warrior. I don't know. There were some games that were like, you're, you couldn't wait. Because, gosh, I think that magazine was like 12 bucks. It was expensive. Yeah. I'm pretty yeah. sure. But back then, you couldn't, like, you can download, you know, that on your computer. Like, mm -hmm. you needed a CD. And that was the only way to get a demo. You blew my mind. I've completely forgot about demo discs oh, on, yeah. in magazines. Uh, that Damn. was, yeah, <laughs> seems like forever ago. But okay, so did, once you heard about it, like, obviously mm. you're a kid. Could you conceptualize that this was like a open world? No, not really, not at all. Um, I, I kind of understood that, you know, you would be with thousands of other players, but right. I didn't really know what that meant. Yeah. Um, to the point where like the first time I ever loaded up the game, I went to Moonglow and um I had I had no idea what the hell I was doing. I just ran around and every I thought every single person that I saw on screen was a character, but I would like walk up to NPCs and say, Hey, I just think they were assholes <laughs> that weren't talking back to me. Right. So like uh, it was uh yeah, I had no concept. I, I think most people that fired up UO for the first time probably couldn't really like conceptualize what this thing was going to be because it was kind of you know one of the firsts yeah and and walk me through like what is your computer setup your connection like what are we working with do you mm. remember um so 98 i probably had a 
I probably I think I, we had a 56k. Okay. Um, uh, I believe I had a Pinium <coughs> 133, and that's where everything goes blank. My dad. No. Yeah. 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 My dad kind of has built PCs since the early 90s, and <laughs> I don't exactly remember what was all in it but no yeah but you yeah. yeah we're working with some very rudimentary type of yeah for equipment. sure for sure and it's interesting you had 56k okay so mm-hmm. now walk me through too because uh, i when i first created a character or even i logged in i didn't know what ping what like you know the shards meant did you know what that meant i i think i knew a little bit of about ping because of um Diablo and some first person shooters that I would play. Right. Um but no, I had no idea like the server uh wh- wh- that I never I had no idea that the servers their names were connected to actual locations around <laughs> the world. Right. I had no idea that Sonoma was a real place, you know. Yeah. My 12-year-old self. Um so no, there was no rhyme or reason why I selected, you know, the server that I did. Yeah, I, I stuck to Sonoma, and I lived in Florida. So yeah, that was awesome. Exactly, right? yeah. and I lived in yeah, I lived in Florida too, and I selected Sonoma. It's weird. So yep. okay, so walk me through too. Like you know, Sonoma was your old stomping grounds. Like, what did you want to do? Like, because obviously you, you we realize as even as a kid, right? This is a open world game, but like, what did you want to take from it? Did you want to kill people? Did you want to like craft stuff? It started. Um, my, f- I would say the first year that I played the game, I treated it as almost like a 3D chat room. It's kind of yeah. hard to explain. Like, I kind of role played a little bit with a couple guilds that I have no idea what their their names were. But like, I would just you know walk around. I wasn't. I never really did much at the beginning of my UO career. Right. Um. You know, I mostly did a little bit of crafting. Um, but for the most part, I just kind of walked around the world and talked to people. And luckily the first few people that I met were super cool. And like, they gifted me a, you know, a small house and I thought it was so incredible that I could decorate it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I started at just doing that and then I moved into crafting and then later on I got into some more, you know, uh, red versus blue PVP, stuff like that. But now in, in this is, you know, something that I think you resonate with and I've talked to it, you know, a lot of people is the style because you mentioned like a chat room and it's so interesting Mm. to me because no other game and it sounds so simple. You just put the text above the character's head. Yeah. (laughs) This isn't like some, you know, outlandish thing that they've, you know, come up with and it's revolution. It's very simple. Right. And it just made it feel so much more alive, right? Absolutely. Yeah, instead of having to look in the bottom left at some box where everybody's name just jumbles together. Right. Yeah, there's only... The only other game that I can think that did that was Galaxies, Star Wars Galaxies. Yes. But, um, I'm yeah, I'm drawing a blank on what other games did that. No, yeah, but, and, and like, even when I first started, like, I, I didn't even recall, like, because, again, people don't remember. Back then, like, a template... I don't even know if that was like a word that was used mm. because I didn't know like I didn't even know what the max you could have you know I knew it was like GM was the like the max 100 right. right I knew that but I didn't know like oh you can min max this and you need to have this strength I just remember gaining skill on the fly you know <laughs> Yeah that's exactly how uh, yeah I I never looked into it that deep like sometimes I look back uh at 
not only UO, but some of the early games on like the SNES that I played. And I'm like, how the hell did my younger self figure any of this out? Right. Because it's way more complicated than I, I think I even grasped, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. I know. Now, I'm sitting here in my 30s sometimes, and even when I play UO now, I'm like, man, like, what am I, how do I do this? Or what, you know, it, it's right. just, it, it's crazy. Because I remember, too, I don't know if you had this conversation with your parents, but I was like, oh, by the way, you need to enter your credit card. You know? <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never remember that being an issue or even a like uh, something they questioned. I th- I I kind of probably I don't know. <clears throat> I attribute that to my dad probably being pretty tech savvy. Yeah, and just you know, uh, yeah that that never was an issue from what I remember. I mean, even um, now in 2021, if my son walked up to me and said, "Hey, by the way, you got to put your credit card in," <laughs> I would still be leery, right? Like, <laughs> I but, mean, yeah, yeah. I, I, they probably saw it. And I don't want to put thoughts and words in their mouth, but they probably saw it as like, what is, what was it like 10 bucks a month, 15 bucks a month? I think it was, it, gosh, originally I, I feel like it was 15. Okay. I but thought. even then like 15 bucks for a month's worth of entertainment right. for a kid. I mean, where else can you get that depth of entertainment? hours and hours upon hours for $15 a month, you know? Yeah. Um, I was a good kid too. So like there wasn't much pushback. And, yeah. So yeah. like, I don't, I wasn't a huge thing, but now, um, okay. As you're, as you're playing, you're on Sonoma. Um, do you remember any guilds that you were in or anything like that? Man, I, I honestly, I, I draw a blank when I think of the guilds, I can remember kind of palling around you, um, okay. the, 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 uh, YMCA. Yeah. I hung out a little bit there. Um, certain pockets like that, <laughs> but no, I, I really, it's kind of a bummer. I, I, I didn't really socialize that much with specific people. Um, once my friends started joining me, I just kind of turned into a hellion and I, just ran around with them and we all turned red, you know? Yeah. Um, but no, I really don't remember any guilds that I was a part of. Just kind of a shame. But Yeah, I remember a few, but I mean, Sonoma was very unique that it was like, I, th- I think the smallest, you know, shard almost out of them all. Oh, really? Okay. Y- yes. Overall, it was a very, I like to just say a hometown feel where it mm-hmm. wasn't like Atlantic where it was like, you know, hustle and bustle. I mean, people everywhere. Because Sonoma, it had a pretty tight knit community, from what I remember. When at least when I I played a little bit later than you. I think I picked it up. I think in like two thousand or two thousand one or something like that. It was it was a little bit later. Um, was that during a, a another expansion or was I think that still it was T two A, the Renaissance, okay. I believe. I think that okay. was that expansion. But that's when. I like really you know got into it. So it was a little bit later on, but it was still like a smaller because. Gosh, I remember going on Stratix, right? The mm-hmm. that site had what? forums, yeah. and yeah, they that had like some. I remember doing treasure maps, and that had like a guide, like where it had the map of like mm. the world, and you could click it. Like that was a that was pretty much the website. I mean, to go. Oh yeah, for sure, big time. And so, explain to me now. You said you went red, so. Uh, you know, you're you're a punk kid like we all were. Was there was just like a no mercy attitude where you're just going red killing people, or what was the oh, thought? Absolutely, absolutely. There was no mercy, but the thing was, I 
I was such a pansy that I I would just literally hunt the weakest of the week. Like, <laughs> like if you put me up, like I was a fencer, right? Yeah. If you put me up against a mage, I I wouldn't last five seconds. I don't know how to defend <laughs> against a mage, but I you know I would hunt down any kind of uh, miner out there or anybody uh, going out outside of guards. Um, well, yeah. I, I will tell you, even in 2021, there is. I don't even know the word for it, but there is a, I'm going to call it a death phobia in Ultima Online that mm. plagues a lot of grown men where like dying is the worst thing, right? Like they will avoid death at any and all costs, right? And it, and I, I play, you know, I'm a PK primarily, um, and the thrill of the hunt that this game gives, you know, both sides, I feel like is just... It's so difficult to explain until you've experienced it. You know, is that fair yeah. to say? Absolutely. Yeah, I, I don't really... I can't think of any other game that kind of gives you the that thrill, that um, risk-reward, that, that kind of uh, keeps you on your toes feeling that UO PvP right. does. Or even not, even, not even PvP, just being in the world of UO. Yeah. You know, it's, it, you're constantly kind of tense. Well, and um, and I know we're going a little off the rails for a second, but I, I, I forgot the there was a YouTuber that did a video. It gained a lot of traction. It, he explained why a open world PvP game would not succeed in 2020. I think it was 2020 or, you know, whatever, 2021. My opinion, and I'll get yours too, is I believe he was right because I feel like if you, let's just scale UO as it is right now to a million people. It would be an absolute shit show, right? I mean, griefing, you name it. So I, I, I don't think we'll ever see this style game reach the numbers it did. What is your take? You're probably right. I, I think there's still a market for it, but there's, I mean, compared to 1998 or, you know, there's way more options for people to kind of get their MMO fill. Right. Um, so, you know, while people might have i mean there's a reason tremel became a thing right so i think the softer side of uo kind of trickled into wow or everquest or asheron's yeah. call or all these other games and you can kind of yeah it's it's the uo community that was back in the day is peppered into thousands of games now you know well it, so it, yeah i don't think it would work really. right and and it's very i found this very fascinating when i first started the podcast and even before i did this a lot of people, you know, I would talk to you, so Trammel was the death of the game, right? A whole bunch mm -hmm. of stuff. As soon as uh, it seemed, there was a turning point, when I, when I interviewed Garriott and kind of got his take, right, from the business side mm -hmm. of why this came about and how on paper in, in the business world, it was actually a success. It seemed like a lot of people changed their opinion, including myself, where I was mm -hmm. like, okay, I get it, right? Like... For it sure. wasn't just a knee-jerk reaction. Oh, here's Trammel, and that's it. Like, no, that was a well-thought-out thing, which a lot of people were against, even internally. Um, but, like, and I fast-forward now, you know, the top free shard is Outlands, which is a heavy, you know, PVM, you know, grinding simulator. Mm. Um, and it's it's very interesting that I feel like in today's day and age, there has to be more of like a PVM component to keep people interested or else 
you don't have targets as a PvPer, right? It goes sure. hand in hand to me. Right. Absolutely. And, and I've mentioned it before, but I feel like the only things that kind of give me uh, that thrill are games like Rust or PUBG or right. these. These. I mean, they're they're really big battlefields, like a hundred players in one server, and I I feel like I get kind of my PvP feel from there. I mean, it's different than a persistent world, but it kind of gives me that same tense feeling, you know? Yeah. The sweaty palms but, for sure. Yeah, you know? exactly. Exactly. And, and that's why too, like you owe, but it is and was so special is because mm. of the, every time, whether I'm going to hunt a monster, a person or crafting something, the experience is different every time. Sure. Yeah. I I enjoyed uh when Tremel was first introduced. <clears throat> um I I remember the day that it launched. Okay. And then I remember the day that player housing went live. Wow. Um in Tremel. And I was sitting in a like a location outside of Brit with my house uh uh what what's it called? Um in Faluka. I guess it was a, uh no in in Tremel. Oh okay, like, yeah, in Tremel. Okay. They yeah, they were about to like turn on player housing. So like all oh. of a sudden at a specific time, it might have been noon on a Friday, I don't know. Um there were so many people just out there with their deeds ready to place a house. Right. And I and it just the server was so laggy that I got a <laughs> I got a house down in Tremel within like the first 30 seconds of uh, housing being allowed in Tremel. It was kind wow. of a cool experience, yeah. It no, was a yeah. super laggy experience. Okay, so right. as you evolve playing Sonoma, how long did you like play? Um, I would say on the official servers, I played until um on and off until 2004, maybe. Wow, okay. Um on on and off, but uh I've definitely played longer on on hybrid than so, the the official uh, servers. Moving kind of to the hybrid talk, what did you how did you even hear about free shards? How did that even come about? Ooh, um That's tough. I don't I I would probably I had a buddy who was really, really good at MMOs. Like he played everything, he macroed everything, and he wanted to try player uh player shards. Okay. But that was kind of my we just kind of hopped from shard to shard to shard and checked out a few. Um and then ultimately we kind of landed on hybrid. Yeah. Uh I think my account now is 17 years old or something like that wow uh, does that does that sound right yeah I, I i do believe so hybrid i don't know i don't know if you saw they did launch a new hybrid i call like it a, a whole new server yes it's invictus really yeah so it's a, think of it think of it like hybrid 2.0 ish mm. it's a it's a, a clean slate um, and the new active dev development's going to be on that shard which is i think it launched two months two three months ago it's, it's very new um okay and then they're gonna keep hybrid the one that you know just up right like as mm -hmm. they're not you know gonna delete it but it's not really actively being developed on but i i do think that hybrid itself i think is in my mind and opinion is the longest running free shard i believe i would i would believe that yeah and i'll just like be very safe to say in the u.s i don't know right. <laughs> worldwide there could be some <laughs> crazy server that's been up yeah you know, i don't know even sure, longer sure. but yeah I, th I think that it has been the longest because gosh i remember and i even went on the i think it was the hybrid 
UO gamers rather forums. And mm. I think I have posts back to like 2010, at least, if not longer than that, which is crazy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it is. Yeah. It, it doesn't make any sense. It's, it's kind of funny. I'll pop in from time to time and just like get my fill. I'll build a house because I love that the house building components in the game. And, right. And then I'll, I'll log off for a while. But <laughs> so why? And, and you know, I, I think and it's, this is very interesting to me because I feel like you're a little bit more somewhat in touch with, with the modern MMOs, maybe. But like, why do you think the housing stuff just hasn't been replicated either? I, I really don't know. I mean, I don't, it, it must be, oh, golly, I don't know. Is it like a technical limitation? Yeah, that's what I asked myself. I can't imagine that. I mean, technology 20 years ago, mm-hmm. uh, it, uh, Star Wars Galaxies had player housing too. <clears throat> and you could, like I had a house um, on Tatooine around okay. the Sarlacc pit, you know, and it was my house and I could decorate it just like you owe. Oh, so it was um, open world just like you. I did, yep, I'm not aware yep. of the house. Okay. Yeah, wow. and you could have guild cities, and you could have your own spaceport in your city, and yeah, it was <laughs> really impressive. Um, nothing else in terms of player housing that I'm familiar with yeah. um, comes close to UO or Star Wars Galaxies, and it's a component that I really miss. It makes the the world feel actually, you know, that that you can put your stamp on the world that it's that's that it's an actual living, breathing world, and right. instead of you walking up to some door that everybody else walks up to and double click and you're in your instanced apartment, you know, well, yeah, which is just lame. It, well, it was like seeing, you know, I mean, I follow, you know, some of the newer MMOs, but it was like New World, right? It, it had mm-hmm. a little bit of the UO flair years ago because it had some PvP. I was interested. And then the housing, it's like, oh, yeah, click the door and then you load into I'm like, nope. <laughs> as soon as I see <laughs> loading... Like I, yeah. I am not immersed anymore, right? Like you yeah. have broken yeah. that for me. And it's also like, what's the point of having your home and furnishing and stuff like that? Right. If nobody sees it. <laughs> nobody <laughs> sees it. Like that was that's what was awesome about UO. I, I absolutely love the 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 modifications that you could make to the housing. I don't know what expansion allowed you to do that. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't I, I'm not sure, um, but it's. It's the way they developed how everything could be moved. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Because I remember talking to you know some of the devs, and it was like they wanted to make everything clickable and movable. Sure. Which is even even today, man. Like you play World of Warcraft or whatever, you log in, and it's just it's not it's like it's on rails, is how I describe yeah, it. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And what what's cool about being able to move everything is that. You kind of put some ingenuity and inventiveness in the player hands, like people making fish tanks out of cloth. Oh, the pianos! Bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, stuff like that. Like I can never do. How it. cool is that? I can never pull it off. I was an idiot. I don't know why I couldn't <laughs> do it. I remember sitting there like, I think there was on Stratix there was a, a decoration page or something mm. deco, right? And you're like, oh, just it's like get you know these hundred cloth, and it was cheap, just cloth, but. Dude, placing that, clicking that, I, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm a caveman, but I could never pull it off the way these people yeah, did. It was very delicate. I still don't really get get it, but sometimes you drug it to the right place and it just popped into place and I don't know. Yeah, right. I know. Like <laughs> and and I'm kind of I live like an absolute pig in the game because I had a a guildmate. I was like, hey, could you look through like my chest and like look locate something? I wasn't online and he's like 
oh my God, dude, like what is in here? And I'm like, I know where everything is. Because <laughs> <laughs> right. people, and for, uh, most people know what I'm talking about, but like in UO, right, it's just, they're all little objects and they're actual individual items that you move around. It's not like a backpack mm. where it fills a tile, right? Like it's right. literally in the box. <laughs> yep. Yep. But yeah, I, I was never good. I mean, I'm lucky if I have like colored, you know, chests maybe, and I just kind of haphazardly put stuff in it. And it's funny how, how, and this is, I think, true for most people. You, you can let me know if, if this is true for you, but the way you played, you know, 20 years ago is probably the same way you're playing now, almost. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. And I mean, it's something that like, I, and that's what my goal with doing this was, is to inform people of what, you know, this means to us and really what like a community could be and how immersed someone actually can get, you know, in a game. Mm -hmm. And and I think, and it was interesting reading you, you kind of talking about this, about VR, but, um, you know, another guy who's a big VR freak is Garriott. And he said... Almost very similar things to what you said that, you know, we're going to be able to plug in soon. <laughs> like, yeah, for sure. Like just plug in. And in my, you know, brain, I think, man, what if there was like a medieval simulator, like similar to UO where right now, maybe rudimentary stuff you're crafting or you're just walking around. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to be yeah. wild. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> I mean, I can't like, like, I, I don't know if you, I don't know what you own, but like I own a quest too. And oh, the, the thing is I own nothing. I've only tried it like two or three times. Really? Yeah, man. Um, I tried the Oculus Rift at Star Wars Celebration. Yeah. Um, I tried, and then I tried, uh, this little rinky dink, um, cardboard thing that my buddy got at like a Walgreens and he puts his phone inside of oh, it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And and like even that blew my mind. Like I did a travel simulator and I was looking around at Rome. Right. And I was like, where the where the hell am I? I mean it was amazing. I think um, that was Google yeah. Dream or Google gosh, I don't remember what it was, but they okay. actually sold a cardboard like piece. Uh, okay. And and I, so I was a very early adopter to the PS, the PlayStation VR, mm. and that was cool, but golly, dude, it was like 80 feet of cord. Just, I'm, it, I'm sure it was a lot. Right. And, and my family and I, we really enjoyed it, but we didn't like the, Hey, you know, and again, I know we're really, you know, first world problems here, but I was like, man, we need to spend 20 minutes setting this up, getting the cable out of my. And then finally, last year, we got a Quest 2. It's fully wireless. And I was like, holy crap. This is it. Like, this is... Like, there was a significant upgrade in what I saw on the PlayStation. And then I'm like, we're totally wireless. Like, this is crazy. What was the, the year difference that those two came out? Do you know? The, man, the PlayStation VR has been around since the PS4. Okay. And, I, and, I, and it's been out a long time the, the quest there was a quest one that i i'm not familiar with i didn't i didn't try that out but i don't know if the quest one was was fully wireless i don't know but okay. the two is like yeah you you charge it USB-C, unhook it and you literally have two controllers in your hand and a headset and that's it you're fully that is like insane. wireless oh it, it's that's insane. it, it that, really that, blows that, my mind that technology is just exponentially going to get better and better and better and better i mean it's going to get crazy man 
I'm kind of I'm kind of holding off until it gets a little cheaper. Yeah, um, I can be stingy. I don't I don't want to be a, an early adopter with it. I'm hoping that like the 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 price comes down, kind of like DVD players or, or right. CD burners did back in the day. You know, or like, the HD um, DVD. You remember that the Blu-ray right. wars? Yep, absolutely. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Gosh, that was so yeah. silly back then. Um, <laughs> okay, bring it bring us back. Okay, so you. You you landed on a hybrid for your free shark, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, what did you want to do on a free shark? The same kind of thing, or what was your goal? Yeah, basically, I just kind of migrated there with some of my friends. Um, the The reason I kind of okay, so let's let's step back a little bit. I did try some other free shards before hybrid. Okay, um, and in doing so. Um, I think you might have, I, I might have told you this story, but like, long story short. I tried a couple player made shards, um, and stupidly, I made my username and my password on those player made shards the same as my origin account. Oof, yeah. And one of those servers got hacked or something, something, something. And uh, the next time that I logged into my origin account, my character slots were all removed, and they were replaced with characters named uh, "Don't Play Player Made Shards." Wow. Those were my character names. They had wiped my characters everything i knew and worked on for like six years was gone um, so i was like yeah i'm done with origin i'm just gonna migrate to hybrid full-time and right. uh, yeah so my all of my friends we moved over there and basically all we did was run around as reds and and pk and okay yeah yeah that's really about it it's interesting I, you know i didn't really pin you as a pvp or I, I mean i knew i think that you you were red in it but that still doesn't mean you know you're not i primarily if i'm playing by myself i never do it if i'm just with some friends back in the day you know i would okay. again pansy pvping like getting the miner who's you know by himself, exactly. <laughs> butt naked with a pickaxe. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. I always sucked horribly at PvP. So, oh yeah, I am a medic. Like I am not like because some of these guys, man, and I've had a few really talented guys where it's like they min max, and you could just tell the way they speak. It's mm. just it's another wavelength, right? right like right. oh, this does an extra you know, 2% damage. Yeah. And, and you're what, what it reminds me of is, have you ever watched like competitive RTS gameplay? Yeah. Yes. It reminds me of that. Just like rapid fire mouse and keyboard. And yeah, it's crazy. Well, and, and really they make it look so effortless when you watch mm-hmm. it, you're thinking, okay, yeah, that's easy, man. I got it. Right. Let's do it. And then you go to, to apply it and it's like, nope, you're not even close. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like you're five seconds behind every buddy what everybody else is doing right, and- because i mean and this is a lot of my key bindings are the same they were 20 freaking years ago <laughs> yeah me like, too control yeah. z for a bandage right <laughs> like you got a gun to my head man hey what was your bandage macro 20 years ago i got it yeah. like i'm yep. living because i remember that you know yep. and and i think that's too why this type of game is sometimes the I think the learning curve is so extreme, you know, that it's difficult to like invite someone like, Hey, like you don't just say, Hey, do you want to just come play UO? It's such a longer conversation. You know what I'm saying? Big time, big time. <laughs> Everything has multiple steps. If you want to accomplish one simple task and right. 
Yeah, and I remember, and then this is on Outlands I was playing, and I ran to this guy who was a PK, like, this was during uh, COVID, but, like, this guy was PK, and he'd run around all day doing the same thing, and I finally ended up talking to him, and I was like, hey, man, he turned out to be a nice guy, but I just, you know, in passing, like, hey, man, like, did you play UO back in the day? And uh, he was like, no. And, it, and, like, I really stopped. I'm like, oh. what do you mean? I'm like, well... What, did you play another? I'm thinking, okay, did you play another free shark? No, I just I just started on Outlands. I was like, what? I was like, you had no concept of you. I'm like, really? He's like, yeah, my brother played, and he told me, and he's like, I logged in. He's like, all I wanted to do was just kill people. And that's all he does. <laughs> like literally, that is the only thing he does. Um, and he's actually pretty decent at it. And I was like, wow, that, you know, it was weird for me to conceptualize someone logging in for the first, like, you know what I'm saying? Like having no oh, idea. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. It feels like everybody that plays it now would just want a nostalgia fest. Like they're, they're in it for the feelings of the past. It, yeah. It's hard for me to imagine somebody new coming to it. Like, I don't yeah. think me with my like ADD that I have, I don't know if I would survive. Like, you know, mm -hmm. logging in, can you imagine just getting destroyed and all your stuff's gone? <laughs> like, nope, this game sucks. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Now, the guys that you played, uh, they're friends with on hybrid. Are you still friends with them to this day or? Yeah, they're, they're my real life buddies. Um, I've been playing video games with them since those days, really. Like 20 years we play games together. Uh, right now we're playing like Age of Empires 4 and Okay, yeah. Um some of them are playing new is it New World or New Worlds? New World. World? Okay. Yeah, some of them are playing that. I don't have much time to play games nowadays, but um Yeah, well, it's kind of cool. Same group of guys for like 20 years. Huh. I, and I'm just going to throw some um interesting an interesting comment. So mm. with new, uh, there's one episode you have to listen to about, and this, this goes back to probably your hacking that you got hacked. Um, talking to one of the, I think the biggest hacker in UO back in the day, and I learned to use an MMOs hacking new world. It recently came out with like, they had some massive like dupe on gold, right? Like right out of the mm. gate. They're like, Hey, we pause trading. <laughs> we have some issues. And I messaged him and I said, Hey man, I thought you were retired. And he's like, maybe. And that's all he said. <laughs> you know, that's all he said. And I was like, dang man. Cause like the, the hacking people and even talking with the UO devs, like I cannot even fathom releasing a game, any game, let alone UO or an MMO where people literally are trying every single way to screw it. You know, like, Oh yeah. Break Absolutely. something, I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I haven't played anything lately where I feel like that's been a huge issue. I mean, New World, obviously, what you just mentioned. But yeah. I remember back in the day, every, I mean, Diablo, I don't know if you're familiar with oh. like the pro the trainers, the trainers. The programs that you yes. can download. Yeah, 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 yeah. You could download a program that was like just a hacking program and it would right. you could like do anything. It was crazy, man. Well, and, and let's put this into perspective. Me and you call that hacking. You know, we're just downloading that's, a damn executable. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Button. We're doing nothing. <laughs> we're putting a virus on our parents' computer. Oh, I, I remember having a, like, God, it was called a punter. Gosh, it just came to me for AOL Instant Messenger. And mm. I could select, I could type in someone's name and you clicked, like, boot offline. And then you'd see the little, like, the door. They just, like, logged off. <laughs> yeah. And you could send bombs? Yes. 
Wow. Yeah. What do I? How do I? Why do I remember that? Punter. Yes, it was a, called a punter. I don't know why that just came to me, and it, it was only hosted on the shadiest GeoCity site <laughs> you can find. <laughs> and I'm really dating wow. myself now, but yeah, like that. I remember that. And then going back to Diablo, I remember the trainers that I think there was like a map hack too, and there was like hmm. a dupe you could dupe item. I mean, oh, I rem- yeah, I remember just uh, like in- the entire screen would just be filled with gold because some guy is just <laughs> duping gold. Yeah, you know, those are fun, fun times, man. I know, and it's like you, you go back to UO and hearing these like war stories where they're like, yeah, can you imagine just like building a city and having a million people move in immediately and just see what breaks? You know, and I'm like, right, oh yeah. my god, I can't even. Yeah, that that's crazy. Um, yeah. Okay. So you're you're playing hybrid. When did your hybrid like? When did UO just fizzle out for you? Um. And you know probably, what I mean. Yeah. Like we really stopped. Well, I would say uh, in 2007, I like really just kind of stopped playing it. Okay. Um. That's when I did the military thing, and that's when I just kind of stopped playing. Yeah. And then from since then, I've just kind of um popped in from time to time occasionally a couple of my buddies will log in with me and we'll run around we like all right guys we're gonna take a pause for the cause here we are sponsored by death wish coffee you go to deathwishcoffee.com use code ultima online all one word you will get yourself a healthy discount i drink death wish every single day i love it i've been drinking death wish probably for about two to three years now and one of the coolest things about them back in 2018 they actually sent the world's strongest coffee up in the International Space Station. So no other coffee company can say that. I know that for a fact. Um, so if you want bold coffee, it's smooth. I mean, it is like jet fuel. I'm not kidding you. Especially if you get them little cans. When I'm streaming Ultima Online, trust me, that little can has 300 milligrams of caffeine. Now look, I ain't no math scientist, but... It's a lot because after I drank that thing, it is crazy. And honestly, Deathwish is just a kick-ass company. They are super cool and they've supported me now. They believe in this vision. So honestly, guys, you need to check it out. Let me know and I appreciate your support. We want to try Outlands, but we just haven't done it yet. Um, okay, now like we're, getting we'll into, we're getting into some good conversation. Yeah, keep going. This is getting exciting. Uh, yeah, I, no, I really, I really want to jump into it. Um, I feel like I downloaded something that I needed for it but I haven't fired it up. But yeah, like every time we log into hybrid within the past few years, it's just kind of always been a little bit of a disappointment because right. not very many people on there, not very much stuff to do. We're just looking to PVP. We're not looking to PVM. Right. Now, yeah. okay, so this is very interesting because you mentioned that. The video that you did last year, mm. right? I, mm-hmm. I remember it. And I was like, oh, it's a really well done video. I remember, I think month one, I looked at it and I think it was... Was that like five to six thousand views? You know, and and mm. and and again, you're a world famous, international, you know, man of mystery, YouTuber extraordinaire. <laughs> For us peasants, you know, that just do a podcast, um, five thousand. I was like, dude, this is <laughs> man, this is big league. This is great. <laughs> and I'm not, and I don't mean that selfishly for me. I'm just meaning for UO, right? Like, right. This is cool. Like, this is a platform. And then. I don't know, you know, I'm not, I don't check a, a video like daily, you know, you have, you log in your account, you can see the numbers, but for, you know, everyone else, I just, you know, I didn't think about it. And then mm-hmm. I think either someone commented on it or I don't know, something happened where I got a notification and I was like, oh yeah, I remember that video. I clicked 
That son of a bitch had almost 60,000 views. Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. It's what is it at now? 58.8. 58, wow. Yeah. I mean, that is like, I don't know, man. Even you just saying that blows my mind. <laughs> it kind of blows my It's one of like, yeah, I, I haven't looked at this in a long time. Yeah. <laughs> gotten way more. It, I, I, you know, sometimes I'll make a video like that that's so niche and very different than what my audience is looking for, but right. I got to make it because I love it, you know? Yeah. Um, and whenever I make a video like that, it rarely gets any views, but this is this kind of shows that a lot of people are interested or, or looking for that little memory lane. I feel you know? like it's it's a little bit of a fantasy, too, for a lot of people mm. where they hear about it like, oh, yeah, you know, I don't know, so-and-so. Okay, this is going to sound crazy. I'm going to give you a story I've never told anyone. So in getting um, – what I talked about when we first uh, started talking about uh, I was getting a house together, right? Mm-hmm. In, in in doing that, I think I had um, I had someone come that was uh, mounting a whole bunch of TVs for me or something like that, right? So uh, me, I like to talk. Shocking, right? My, my wife would laugh at that. But um, I started talking to this guy, and I don't know. I, I said something about, like, I like computer gaming. He's like, oh, yeah, I did too. And the guy was uh, Brazilian. And I was like, yeah, like, you know, I play a game called Ultima Online. And he gave me this look, and he goes, oh, yeah. My my brother played that a long time ago. He was really addicted to it. And I was like, no shit. It was just like one of those moments where it's like, he was not part of the cult. You know what I'm saying, Greedo? Like he's not mm. in the cult, but he's right. aware that, <laughs> that yeah, yeah, this yeah. exists, you know? And just just him being aware, it gives you a, a, a little bit of excitement. You know, oh, somebody knows what Ultima Online is. Oh, yeah. I was like, dude, you're in. You're in the club. You know, and he's like, what <laughs> club is this? I said, don't worry about it. You know, like, because it was just exciting. Like, someone, like, knew about it. And I was like, that's just crazy, man. Like, how mm-hmm. this... So, okay. So, we're going to we're gonna fast forward now to 2021. Um, I've been on... Gosh, I've been on Outlands. I came back, and I think I've been on for... I don't know if it's been a year yet. I don't know. It's been a, been a while. And... I created a guild called Cobra Kai, okay? And the initial goal was just PK everyone. Like, anyone that moves is just getting killed, right? And it evolved into, like, now I PVM and stuff. And it would, I would be very interested... And by the way, I'm not compensated by Outlands. I'm going to say that first. <laughs> it would be <laughs> very interesting to see your take... And not just because of you, but like just an old player that's never touched right. new content. What would you think? Because before I tried it, I was like, I was kind of like the, the, the old man syndrome. I don't want a new map. I want the old map. I want everything. That's kind of exactly where my head is right yes. now. Like the reason I come back to UO every you know year is that that feeling of walking around Brit Bank? But mm-hmm. I am. It's it's an intriguing feeling. I'm intrigued. I want to check it out. Well, you know, and, see. and so uh, if you get over that hurdle, I want mm. you log into it as just a UO 2.0. I started like looking at the skills and kind of like how they redid some stuff, and I was like, wow, this is like. And I know a lot of people are going to get a little butthurt, but I'm going to give them a lot of credit because I think it's, it's due. They, I view Outlands as almost like a Blizzard company taking hmm. UO and just polishing it like we've never seen before. Like, I'm talking real dev cycles. Like, they, they're putting real money into the development of it. And right. it's, I think, gosh, it was a couple months ago, 
they hit like I think it was thirty five hundred players concurrently online. Wow. And and someone can email me, message me, and, and please correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's like the highest count we we've seen since hybrid. Because I would believe it. I mean, I haven't seen big numbers in hybrid in years. I mean, years. No, I remember on hybrid, they hit like 1,800 or 2,000 people. Mm. And it was like, I call that the golden age. It was unbelievable. And right, right. Go. Now, I think I have a I have a T-shirt that says we beat OSI or something like that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, In yeah. hybrid. <laughs> For sure. And now going to Outlands and seeing all these people, it I will tell you for sure, and I, I, I do hope you, you try it, um, because I would really like mm -hmm. to hear your thoughts. And, and again, you have to look at this as a, it's Ultima Online for sure, but it's just, I, I tell you, think of it as like another expansion, and they just redid right. stuff. Because my thought is, I think it's what UO should have been, or they should have t like taken it, you know, like mm -hmm. begging, a skill's useless, what, what the hell, like redo it. You know, like they redid right. camping too. Like they really did some interesting things. I think you would, huh. I think, enjoy. Okay. Yeah, I'll check it out. I'll check it out. Um, and okay, kind of on that same like free shard, you know, subject, besides hybrid, you said you tried a few others. Do you ever look in the free shard space and just see what's out there? No, I've never peaked. Honestly, the only reason I know about Outlands is li from listening to po your podcast, to tell you the truth. Yeah, okay. Um, I never poke around. Um, I've just, I have like a few mil in on hybrid and like I use it as my house making simulator. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. So you would be, and you may, do you remember the website Ask Chopper back in the day? Um, I, I vaguely very very vaguely okay yeah. so uh long story short there was a guy uh, named chopper he had a website mm -hmm. askchopper.com and you would go to it and it had like the red dragon on the page it was all black and it had bugs and exploits on it chopper was living in 2021 back in like 98 because <laughs> he would in order for you to get into the website you had to submit a working bug or exploit to see the current list that he had. Oh, wow. Oh, dude, you want to talk about it? I, 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 I still talk to him, by the way. I tell him, I said, you missed a gravy tray, man. You should be a millionaire. And he <laughs>, laughs with me and he says, yeah, my ex-wife said the same thing. <laughs> but um, basically, yeah, like you submit a bug, you know, and then you get to see the list. Well, fast forward to now, I actually got the guy who did that. He, he's in the guild with us and he plays with us from the UK. Oh, nice. And it's just, you know, you know, he had those fanboy moments in a certain space. I'm like, that was it. And he laughs with me all the time. He's like, I don't know what the big deal is. I said, dude, because you're like a legend <laughs> to me as a kid, right? Right. Thinking right. you could play with someone that like is just some of those connections, man. It's just it's hard to explain to people, you know. I'm sure, yeah, for sure. Now, what what would your like? Have you ever like told UO to someone who has no idea about it? Like, what is their reaction? Oh, big time. I, yeah, I've, ex I've tried to explain it to my wife. I've tried to explain <laughs> it to people uh, at, at 
I'm at EMT and I'm at the fire academy right now <laughs> doing the firefighter thing. Yeah. And I'll talk to some of those guys. I'm like, you got to try it because some of them play New World. Okay. Uh, and I'm like, you have no idea what a New World could be. <laughs> you have no idea. So, like, I'm j I just sound like a raving lunatic. You used to be able to go into a dungeon and kill everybody. Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> have you ever lost your stuff in battle? Yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. you don't know what it's like. Yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's hilarious because I, I, I don't know if they think it sounds cool or horrible. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, I okay, I remember I was at I was at the YMCA. It was a summer camp, and I remember this kid. Mm. He was a bit of a punk, but we were friends. Uh, his name was Chance. I, why do I remember this? I cannot tell you, man. I, I really don't. But I remember we were on the playground, um, and he came up and he's like, "Yo, man, I played this game." He's like, "I was in town and." I killed someone in town and then these guards were chasing me, bro. And I just like <laughs> ran away. And I'm like, you know, at first I'm like, wait, what? And I'm like, tell me some more. And back then when he played, the guards weren't instant spawn. Like you could outrun oh, wow. them, I guess. Like I didn't play. I, I don't remember then. that. Yeah. Yeah. Like I guess you could like, they would come, the guards would come, but they would like just run after you. It wasn't an instant mm. kill or anything. So, and I remember finally, and it must've been like, Years later, somebody, I'm like, hey, man, can you bring, and again, we're going to date ourselves here. Can you bring in the CD? Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, can I put it in the CD-ROM tray and install it? I know some people are like, what the hell is this guy talking about? Um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, back then, you know, that was how you shared games. Yeah. <laughs> I remember getting the beta disc. I, I applied for the beta of the the 3D client. Um, that Third Dawn? I think. I'm not may maybe it's like black and white. Yeah, uh, the cover I can picture it, but I, I remember applying for the beta on that, and they shipped me a disc. I installed it, uh, and I played the 3D client for maybe 15 minutes. Wow, that disc was useless. I I had zero. Did you ever play the 3D client at all? So no, I played the enhanced client. It was called later on. And they still have that, I believe, in OSI, where they oh, okay. they made some quality of life, like, ish, I'll just say ish improvements. Um, nothing like the classic client, but it had some, like, better art files. Like I don't know. It, it didn't really resonate with me. It was kind of gotcha. a dud. Um, yeah. But speaking, and I'm glad you brought back up OSI, did you hear what they're doing with New Legacy? Did you hear anything about yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah, I uh, I kind of skimmed through. They had like a live stream months ago, right? Yeah, maybe like a year ago now. Um, but yeah, I don't really know what's been announced since that live stream. But uh, yeah, I'm intrigued. I'd like so, to check out. What I'll catch doing. you up. This is what I know, at least. I mean, okay. I don't know if I'll catch you up, but from what I understand, they're creating a new seasonal shard, right? That for a period of time exists. You're supposedly, they've really danced around the subject and, and I think done some flips, but it's like, mm. it's not like old school UO, but it is not like, it's not the new <laughs> UO is what they've kind of told us. Cause everyone's like, is it just Faluka only or is it Trammel? Like really no information, but we don't really have a lot of info on like what is it really going to be? Because right. I am not against a seasonal shard. I think that's actually a good idea. 
because it's new, right? No, well, I don't it think would wipe. Try it. Is that what you mean? It would just wipe and then. Yes, from what I understand, it, it resets. I kind of dig that. I kind of dig that. Yeah, and again, I'm giving you what I understand it. Right, you know, right, right. It, it, some of their live streams, man. You know, it, it's it's a bit rough to try to understand like what dude what are we really saying. Yeah, dude. I it was a slog to get through. There was <laughs> little to no excitement. I mean, it was like a government presentation. Yeah, I mean, I know. Yeah. And and I think, and gosh, you know, I'm sure maybe one day I'll have one of them on here, but. It just, from the, here's sometimes, and I think you know this, perception is reality. Mm. When the perception is you don't have passion and you don't care, that's what it is. Right. Right. I mean, I don't care if behind the scenes you're working 12 hour days. Yeah, absolutely. And Uh, the thing is like, you didn't, how long was that live stream? It was like an hour. I don't even know. I think it was brutal. I think it was an hour or two or something. Yeah. Dude, you, you make a three minute long video. Yeah. And polish it and make it sharp and make it, you know, an exciting little three minute trailer and, and give you the details. You don't need this law. Lo- I mean, you can do the long thing afterwards, but. Right. Well, yeah. And here's they the other. A, yeah. This is the other problem. And it was super interesting. The other night I was, I was streaming on Twitch and I was ending and I was like, oh, let me see who's funny one streaming UO. And there was a guy, believe it or not, streaming Sonoma. I was like, wow, no shit. I was like, okay, let me, I rated him and, and I kind of talked to him a little bit, but he was playing the OSI client and good Lord, I was like, you know, I feel like this was back to the future, you know, did we right. go back in time? Cause it's just laggy and, and I'm like, oh man, I forgot about that. Like OSI doesn't like, you can use classic client. I don't even know. Maybe you get banned. I don't know, but they right. don't endorse it. And I'm like. I forget about that, dude. They don't have the quality of life stuff that Classic has at all. Interesting. Interesting. So I wonder when the last time the client's been updated, like, you know. I don't know. And then I'm thinking in my head, there's not a chance in hell I would go back on that client. I, yeah. I couldn't do it. Like, my eyeballs, I don't think it ain't right. that. I mean, truthfully, I'm very surprised that there is even an official shard still up. Like, I, yeah. I, I don't know what the player base is like. I, I does it make them money? I, I don't. I really don't know. I mean, I guess that it's great that it's up there, but I've uh, and, I don't know. And okay, I've done the math you and I grew up with. By the way, mm-hmm. okay, <laughs> the one where you actually right. carry the one. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, I estimate. I think this is my estimate for OSI. I believe. They have between, I would say, 10,000 players is what I think. Okay. And that's Spread worldwide. across all servers. Yeah. Okay, worldwide. Okay. Right. That's what I think. Now, I could be wrong. And just seeing Outlands hit 3,500, it kind of like led me to believe, well, you know, OSI is kind of on notice because they don't really pump out content. The only reason people still play is to refresh, God, their houses from, I don't know, 25 years sure. ago. And yeah. maybe, I guess, but I don't think it's making them a significant amount of money because they only have a couple of developers on that live stream. There's just a few, right? Like that's right. it. <laughs> that's the team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I, you know, I don't know. I, I do think, I, I do feel a little bit internally sad about it. Cause like that's, Let's be honest. We we've been through free shards, right? Mm-hmm. There's favoritism. There's headaches, hassles, and horseshit that comes with a free shard, right? Mm-hmm. Just it is what it is. But OSI was always that like 
corporate feel, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. That's how I kind of viewed it. Like, I, I liked OSI being around because, like, oh, you could play on there. I felt it was going to be fair. I don't know. Right. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. No, no, no. For sure. But, yeah. but yeah, no, I'd be, I'm really curious kind of what, like, so what do you think the future holds for you, Will? Uh, I think the future is like, I really don't have any interest in checking out OSI other than what you, uh, the, what is it called? The new, legend, new legacy, I believe new legacy. Yes. Um, I'll probably dabble in that for a month, maybe just to, just out of curiosity. Right. But I think the future of UO is in something like Outlands, something that kind of breathes new life into it. You can, you know, there, there's innovation going on there. Right. Um, as much as I love the original map, um, I, something obviously Outlands is doing something that people want. They're right. you know, they're making new content. Um, well, what they've what they've really you know done is the the grind, the farming grind mm -hmm. that's required mm -hmm. is intense. Like it's not like I would never tell someone, hey, just just go check out Outlands casually, man. Yeah, play it for like a week and. You know, right. you'll be ready to go. Hell no. It's months of grinding. And and they do it in such a way, it feels meaningful, though. Because when I'm telling you that, you're thinking, well, once I get GM skill, like, game over. Like, I've, you know, <laughs> I'm at right, the max. Right. It's not. There's like, you'll, you'll see. There's different components that just make you want to play more and, like, level up more. And then they have bosses that are, like, very similar to kind of WoW, where you have to have teamwork, like, to succeed. You know? how, how, do, how do the weapons and items work? Is it is it like I don't know what expansion pack introduced a bunch of stats and nonsense oh, to, God, to the weapons. Yeah. So AOS Diabloized. Like A okay, Evo. it was AOS. Yes. <laughs> okay. This is not AOS. It's the original weapons, um, like Vank, you know, gotcha, that kind of gotcha. thing. So you're not going to be a fish out of water. It's like okay, they have something called an aspect system. So like. It's really well done. You have to just see. I won't get okay. into a long thing about that, sure. but you'll look and see, and it's really cool. You're like, wow, this is really well done because you could be doing a boss with, you know, like when we do bosses, I'll have, you know, 15 people. We're all fighting, and then, by the way, it's open PvP. So mm. we've gotten, you know, raided before. People will come in, try to kill you, steal your stuff. Like, it, it's really cool, some of the, nice. you know, mechanics they've made. Um but yeah, I, I, I do think the future of UO right now seems to be an Outland style for sure because people gravitate towards it because they want things to farm, right? right? Like that's just what people want to do. Um, the hardcore PvP niche, I am included in that. Let's be honest, man. If there was no farming, there's no targets. <laughs> if there's mm -hmm. no one playing. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. I mean, it, it's a very... And and it is interesting because, not to talk about Outlands the whole time, but they ran into a housing crisis where they had to release like more housing space, and it was man very similar to what OSI experienced twenty years ago. How did they? How did they? Did they expand on the land? Did they remove? So trees? how did? Yeah, they did expand the land and these new lands, and gosh, they they did it so like. There was a housing lotto, first of all. It wasn't just mm. a like land rush where we're releasing it and place anywhere. Cause right. dude, in 2021, there's scripters, there's people using VPNs. Sure. Oh my god. It, <laughs> it, mm -hmm. It's ridiculous, right? To say the least. But they did like a lotto system where you could win a ticket and then you could place. But then 
you couldn't trade or demolish that house for 30 days. Okay. At that 30-day mark, then go ahead. And any other space that's available to place, have at it. Um, but they were checking for VPNs. A lot of people got banned because they were trying to circumvent the system or logging right. in from five IPs. You know, well, they can easily see that. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Um, right. But they did it very well um, in the fact that it was all new spawns. There's more stuff now. There's more housing because, but, you know, when you talk to the old school devs, man, they have the same problem. You know, we're, right. we're busting at the seams. And, I, and it, why I bring it up just for Outlands is it's so interesting that this game, it's the same damn problems, just repeated. And it's interesting right. to see how do they handle it, you know? Um, hmm. I don't know. I, I think it would be an interesting experience for you, to say the least. Yeah, I'm so. definitely going to check it out. I'm definitely going to check it out. I, I'll never forget, like, the first... Speaking of houses, like, it, that was always my goal in the game, to, like, just get a, a home. And I'll right. never forget the first time I ever just put down a little shack. Just a little little, little one-room house. Yeah. And it was, like, one of the best feelings I've ever had in a v video game. I, I remember yeah. having a log cabin. It was, I yeah. think it was the log cabin. And the, I, the like, long, skinny, yes. um, two-story thing. Yeah, I love yeah. that. Yeah. I had one of those. It was by the, uh, gosh, by the swamps. You know where the swamp was? And there was sure. uh, the desert. On that road. Mm. I mean, I, I remember like it was yesterday. Like, literally. It's like I could yeah. run there with my eyes closed. <laughs> Thinking about <laughs> it. And I remember, yeah, like that was my house. And gosh, it, even as a kid, I didn't know how to deco for. I, I didn't know what I was yeah. doing. I think I, like I said, I had some boxes down, my axes because I was a lumberjacker, and <laughs> like that. That was it. Like that was okay. So I'm gonna move to some fun questions, man. These sure. these, are, these aren't gonna really be uh, UF specific. Okay. So okay, and this is something I've been asking that I've gotten really interesting responses. Let me know on your phone what games mm. do you have installed. Oh my god. I, do, I don't know if I have any, to tell you the truth. <laughs> no, come on. There's got to um, be something. I, I, have, uh, do, 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 I have one. I have okay. one. And it's the only reason I have it installed <laughs> is because it, they sponsored a recent video of mine. Oh, this is going to be good. It's the Disney Emoji Blitz <laughs> game. <laughs> I'm I, sure you're thinking of all the questions. That's the one I get. To yeah, I'm looking through my phone. I honestly have no. I have no games other than that on my phone. I, yeah, I've no. I never play games on my phone. It's weird. That's for, well. Yeah. Hey, kudos to you. Shout out to the Disney Emoji Blitz. There you go, man. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, <laughs> that looks pretty set up. That's really funny. People would be like, "Oh, yeah, whatever." Right. Yeah. yeah, it must actually download get now. Cut. Use promo code yeah. Hello Bruno. <laughs> I'll take my 10% after this. No worries. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so we have that installed. And I think you mentioned a, on your computer, Age of Empires. What's, what's mm -hmm. another game that, on your computer that maybe someone wouldn't really expect you to be playing or, or you know, checking out? Ooh, um, let me... Yeah, so uh, another RTS that I love is Company of Heroes. That's oh, kind wow. of neck and neck, and neck with, with uh, an Age of Empires love there. Okay. Um, <laughs> a game that I recently got is called Kind Words, and it's it's just it's kind of neat because all it is is like letters from strangers almost, and you listen to cool like just kind of lo-fi hip hop music, 
and okay. you you somebody might be asking for advice and you'll reply to them and it's all anonymous it's kind of cool i've only played like 45 minutes of it just because i was real to music. people though they're real yeah they're real wait, people. okay wait a minute. Oh, i'm gonna make sure it's, i'm understanding yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. so it's it's kind of let me read the description it's kind okay. of neat kind of a neat little idea uh, the, the description says, <clears throat> a game about writing ni- nice letters to real people, write and receive encouraging letters in a cozy room, trade stickers, and listen to chill music. We're all in this together. Sometimes all you need are a few kind words. Wow. And it's called, and it's kind, it's called kind words. Yeah, okay. so that's kind of an unexpected one. That's really interesting, man. I, I, yeah. didn't, I didn't come here to feel, Greta, but you got me right in the field. That sounds really good. <laughs> Yeah, kind it's kind of cool. Okay, I'm going to write yeah. that down. That's interesting. Okay, yeah. that's that, um, that was good. Something else that I have installed is called Post Scriptum. Okay. It's like a realistic World War II uh, shooter. I got 50 hours in that. Um, other than that, I don't really play much else these days. Yeah, um, sure. I, I actually just installed Counter-Strike Source last night. Wow. Uh, for the first time in 10 years, just to mess around in it, and it was awesome. Okay, so um, we're going to go on a yeah. tangent for a second. Sure. Because you, you said a trigger word. I'm triggered. Counter-Strike? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I will uh, go on about Counter-Strike. Like, I mean, honestly, I could see a bumper sticker and someone just... And all it says on it is CS like 1.6. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. even 1.5. And I'd be like, yeah. yep, that's my man. Like, no Absolutely. problem. So... I, um... Yeah. Uh, okay. So, you know, I won't go off the rails too much, but... Um, I did try to play competitively when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Um, we played back in the day. It was called CPL, the Cyber Professional League. I believe it was what it stood for. And they had, it, it was Cal. Or it was a Cyber oh, I Athletic. Cal. I remember Cy- Cal. Wait, yeah. Cyber Athletic League? Maybe? I think that's, I don't know what it's still for. But anyway, so you had, and you remember, we had divisions. It was Cal O for Open. Wow. Cal IM. Oh man, I think it was Cal M for main and then Cal P for pro. Whew, I think that's right. But wow. um, I, I went in Cal O and I had a group of uh, five, it was six of us. And our, our, we, when, I'm going to use some lingo, Greedo. So if, you, if I lose you, let me know. We had a ringer, which was our sixth guy, right? Mm. And he would sub in, right? If someone could make it, whatever. I, he's actually one of my best friends in real life. Like we met oh, through the game and like we've been buddies. The other guys, uh, I, th- I believe they still live in Wisconsin. Um, and we played together like, dude, after high school, we would, we would scrimmage. Okay. We would get on MIRC because <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what we used to organize the stuff. And people would post like, okay, Callow, scrim, you know, uh, and they, you'd put like a rank if you want, whatever. But we were newer. But nothing... And, and I was the, the strat caller, by the way. Like, I was the mastermind. I came up with where people were going. That, that's probably the closest I'd ever come to coaching, perhaps. But <laughs> I loved it, dude. I could geek out on the old maps, like, telling people oh, where yeah. to go. Like, these spots. Like, and then, and I hope you remember this. Do you remember the old Counter-Strike movies they made? Like the montages, the clips on YouTube? I don't don't think so. Oh, man. There's one. And gosh, I looked it up actually a couple months ago. It's called like CS. It's called Frag or something. And Mm. God, the quality is like, (laughs) 
don't even know if it's 480p. I, I don't, and maybe a potato can. I don't even know. But <laughs> like watching it now, I'm like, I can't even. Where the hell is the crosshair? Like it's just so bad. But right, like, it, it was really well done. Some of the montages back then. Um, and huh. I hope you can vouch for me, but Counter Strike, and I'm talking like one point because I played a lot. One point three to one point six that era. It was so damn hard. It was so much harder than like FPS today. Am I wrong or no? Oh no, a hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you own the the box like before Steam and all that stuff? Like the Counter Strike box? Oh my I, gosh! I, I think I rem- I can see the picture in my head. The two guys. <laughs> yeah, orange and white. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I remember playing that, and and I remember when they first announced Steam, and I was like, this is stupid. Steam? (laughs) Steam? I got my disc. Why do I need Steam? I have my CD. What an idiot. Like like an idiot, yeah. (laughs) But, um, yeah, man, I miss that guy. I used to make my own maps and host my own servers. Um, That was my my thing. Dude, so it's Um, funny you say that. I had um, had a server... And why do I remember this man? I don't know. It was hosted by the Fat Daddy. It was Fat Daddy servers. I remember this like it was yesterday. And I had a D-Dust like uh, loop, you know, public server. Mm. And that's how I met some of these guys. Like I almost applied the UO like, you know, chat room thing to Counter-Strike. Because you would start seeing people that would come to your server like all the time. They favored it in the server. Browser, right. Right. You'd be like, oh yeah, I remember that guy's pretty good. Let me talk to him. And that's when we started talking. I remember... I don't know how old I, I was in high school, but the guys who I was talking about live in Wisconsin, they were cousins and I wanted to visit them. I remember telling my mom like, Hey, she's like, wait a minute, you want to go to Wisconsin to meet someone on the, you know, it's like your classic, like <laughs> you're going to get like murdered or something. Right? right. But I was like, man, I, I've talked to these guys on the phone. I talked to like, I talked to them and ventrilo i know we're going back ventrilo for sure i'm like i talk to these guys every single like i am very (laughs) confident unless they're using a voice changer that (laughs) these are the people that i'm talking to yeah and i did i one day i flew out there man and i met them and it was awesome like we just oh shit yeah we bonded and cool like to this day i'm friends with one on facebook i think the other guy i'm friends with on uh battle.net or whatever but yeah, like just some of these relationships, man, like from back then, just, I don't know. It was different back then, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. There was something like hosting my own server when people would come. Sometimes I would just sit there as a spectator and it was so neat to have like strangers in your house right. almost, you yeah. know what I mean? Like in your server, watching them play in your server. Um, I, I, I made a map of now, nowadays, if I did this, uh, I'm 35 now. But okay. I'm talking about like 2002, 2003. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm yeah. In high school, middle of high school, <laughs> I'd get a. I would get arrested nowadays. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, I made a map of my high school. Wow. And and it was so detailed and so accurate. Uh, we would have like 15 kids from my school playing in my school CS map. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. hostage zones would be in the cafeteria. I mean, it was so crazy. Looking back on it, I never once thought I would ever like I could ever get in trouble for right. something. Yeah, like that. no. It was just a fun, you know, I was I grew up playing Mario. This was my my high school Mario. Yeah, you know what I mean? I was just sure. playing a video game online. I never once thought about the ramifications of something like that. Um, and then twenty, you know, twenty years later, I kind of cringe looking back, like 
if I yeah. was to do that nowadays, I I probably would be in trouble. And I, I know. And I, you know what I mean? And I was just I I was literally just using it as my own little architecture project. Right. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's no, interesting. I but. learned I'll tell you and that's how I almost got into IT, the field is because mm-hmm. like managing, you know, a server or whatever, like it's what I did when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. It's the same mm-hmm. thing. Cuz dude, back in the day, and people don't know this, but for a Counter-Strike server, man, there was a ton of commands, ton of, like, crap you sure. had to do. I mean, and peeling back the layer even further, even on your local client, man, you mm-hmm. had to, like, set settings and, like, you know, response time. Like, it it was involved. Like, you didn't just, yep. like, now. Like, now I can just click play on a game. has all the optimized settings, right? And I'm just in the game. I'm playing. Great. Right. You know, back then, I don't know if you remember, you had to modify INI files, like, for mm-hmm. your keybinds. I mean... Sure. It, it was, you know, definitely different for sure. Yeah, it, yeah, I mean, you had to do all that kind of stuff for something as simple as like a message of the day in your server. Oh, you know, man, like, I know. That was a, it just It's interesting. Why? Well, hey, do, do you remember MySpace trying to post a video on that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, okay, man. Well, I, I think we've taken it so far off the rails, but it was really good uh, to talk about Counter-Strike. Yeah, for sure. Um, is there anything else that uh, you want to say to the UO community at large or anything else you want to add in? Uh, no, I'm just excited to try, uh, check out Outlands. Um, I, you know, I think UO, it's been a part of my life for over 20 years now, which is kind of crazy. And um, I don't see it going away. You know, I, I feel like I'm always going to just pop in and, and say hello to, to old Britt Bank. Right. Um, forever and ever until I'm dead. Uh, but... Yeah, man. I don't know. I'm excited to check out Outlands. Well, you heard it here first, folks. We will see what the future holds because that would be a very interesting video. And I'm going to take a wild guess, man, that I would like to see what that video would do for numbers just based on, you know, Mm. hybrid, how that video did. I mean, it's just because clearly, at least, and, you know, no disrespect to your genre, but, you know, a Star Wars fan, I don't think is like, clicking a uo video immediately like okay let me watch an hour of that right sure. at least in my oh, head no, yeah like yeah, that's no not way. happening like people are searching and they're finding that you know and saying oh mm-hmm. let's look at that so that to me is like if even if even five thousand new people saw <laughs> uo like that's a huge win right like True. yeah um so okay well hey man again thank you so much for uh, hanging out with me i cannot yeah, believe it's been like an hour and 15 minutes yeah. to you. <laughs> it's, it's it's oh it has yes <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of the video that i did a year ago yeah occasionally i'll see a comment that says like lol hybrid way to shill for hybrid or they think i'm somehow associated with hybrid and i'm yes. trying to bump up hybrid and i'm sitting back like you fucking idiot. I'm, I'm just, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm just a dummy who plays UO once a year for a couple hours. Right. You think I'm shilling for this server that I'm, I sometimes play on for 17 years? Like, people take this stuff way too serious. Oh, trust me. People <laughs> take old, uh, gosh. People, <laughs> I've never, okay, I'm going to say two things. I've never met, like, nicer people in UO you know, in any other game that I'm I, mm. like, even my current guild, I have people that, I mean, they're just ride or die. They're awesome guys. I talk to them about real life stuff. I talk to them more than really real life friends. You know, I know that it sounds odd, but that's just 
how I grew up, right? Like right. it's just it's normal to me. But at the same time, you owe I have never seen the toxicity <laughs> that exists, whether it's golly, a free shard or down to you killed me and I am just big, big mad, right? Like right. I've never seen that. And it's crazy because you will run into that and at any point in time. Like, and, and that's why when I started the podcast, I was like, man, we're just talking about UO in general. It's not just right. going to be, you know, one shard or just you have to be a PK because like, people build these silos, man, and it's wild. And I, I'm, I think you've seen <laughs> some of those comments. Yeah, I never <laughs> expected I would get that from that video. But like that's that's no matter what you do on the Internet, you're going to come in contact with that kind of nonsense. But. And okay, in yeah. closing, and this is something I want to ask you. I'm sorry to hold you on for a second. No, no, man. No worries. What, give me some advice, and, and this is not just for me, but for anyone in content creation or anyone that wants mm. to do something online. How do you effectively block out some of that negative noise? Oh, um, I, I, I don't know. I really don't know. I just don't pay attention to it. And it's, yeah. it's super prevalent in the Star Wars community. Like anybody, <laughs> I don't know if you're familiar, but like, yeah, the Star Wars community is weird, man. It is just a bunch of people arguing and right. to outsiders, it probably looks so stupid and pathetic <laughs> because it is. Um, well, I'll and, get myself uh, in trouble and to say, like, I like Star Wars. Like, I watch yeah. the movies. Like, I'm a huge, like I told you before, I'm a huge Disney fan. Like, I go, right. you know, Hollywood Studios. I experience the rise. But I don't really like it because I know uh -huh. there's another level of, like, living and breathing it. And I just, yeah, you know, I'm not going to say... I don't it's like you're, it. You know. It's because you're a normal human being. You're right. a normal human being. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I know what you're saying. Some of these rabbit holes, man, people like just, uh, they turn, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yep, for sure. So, okay. Yeah, so you I, just I don't know. kind I just, of ignore it, basically. I, I completely ignore it. Occasionally, it's, it's too big to ignore. Um, but for the most part, like I've never letting it got, get to me. Um, yeah. If I ever do address it, which I have uh, from time to time, um, rarely, but if I ever do address it, uh, as soon as I click send or upload or whatever, I'm done with it. Like, I don't let it... Because like I see people... And yeah. Oh my God. I see people online, even people that I like and talk to all day on Twitter, <laughs> arguing, arguing about Star Wars. And I'm just like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop. Just do something else. Well, because it was very interesting. And, and I, I'm going to plug your book because it's my podcast and I want to do that because I really don't read, man. And I read your book <laughs> when we were in the car uh, traveling back and forth to Florida. And it was so unique because, yes, it's a book. It's something I'm physically holding. It's bound. Mm. There's text in it. But the way it reads, it's like a conversation. I guess to Good. me. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And again, I am not a literature scholar. I, <laughs> I have no advanced Nor am knowledge. I. <laughs> <laughs> like I can barely speak English and that's my only language, right? <laughs> like, um, but reading it, it was interesting how this is this is my takeaway. What you said about YouTube and some of your like harsh criticisms were so truthful because it's like what we all know is true, you know. 
And like, there was a part where you mentioned like, surely no one's going to click these viral freaking videos that are so dumb. And no, they do. You know, like it, right. it, it defies logic. And mm. it was interesting just to get your take on, you know, the space that really, you know, I don't know if I would say made you, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, sure. it, it's helped you for sure. But you still have that lens of, yeah, some of this is just an absolute joke. You know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I, I think I, I think I've done YouTube. Um, at, at least for me, it's a very healthy way to do it because it's never been like my main thing. I've right. never wanted it to be my main thing. It's always been this kind of like secondary fun project that makes me a tiny bit of money right. a month. And and if it was anything more than that, I think I would be so sick of it. Um. So that's kind of now like. Uh, if I had to make a video every day for my lifestyle, you know what I mean? For right. like to, to keep up with my mortgage, like I, I would go crazy. Um, cause that's where, you know, people just start pumping out bullshit to pump out bullshit. That's how arguments start among fan groups because, you know, you got to get those eyeballs on your videos by being right. negative all the time and arguing all the time. And like, well, yeah, yeah it's like I've, the, the yeah. newest trend is like screaming on a video yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know you see you're laughing because you know yeah, it. for sure without even seeing a video you know exactly what i'm talking about because i'm sitting here and i'm like what why is that a thing why are you yelling like what yeah. <laughs> like right. um and then i look at my myself in the mirror and i'm like well maybe that's why i'm not going to be famous <laughs> I, I can't. <laughs> at least you'll have some integrity uh, yeah i'm like i can't <laughs> that that's outrageous man like that's i don't know man. Yeah. and I, and i look a lot of the newer like kid kind of youtube stuff like 18 years old posting and it's all like screaming like and it's like mm. cut stuff too it's real fast you know it's sure. like yeah and i'm like man I, I don't know I, you know i think you've had these moments in your life where you're like damn i guess i'm getting old like i, I can't oh, yeah. i can't resonate with this anymore a hundred percent dude i i'm around a bunch of like 18 19 year old kids yeah and they're using language that i mean it's the slang that they're using <laughs> Is beyond one one kid the other day said prime instead of cool he said prime what prime that's like a thing? prime rib yeah I guess so wow I guess okay yeah. I so just like, had that I'm moment just, yeah, <laughs> I'm just learning new words man but Jeez. but yeah like again we're in our thirties and I can't imagine having YouTube or Twitch or all of this kind of stuff at our disposal at the age of like 16, 17, 18, oh, God. Yeah. you know how much dumb shit I said back when I was that age? I how think... much horrible nonsense that I would have thrown out on the internet? Yeah, I, mean, I, I think I would have uh... been canceled and my whole family and their kids would have been canceled. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. like I, oh, I cannot man. imagine playing Counter-Strike streaming on YouTube and the Dude, horrible okay. shit that we used to spray on the walls and stuff. Yeah, thank you. I was going to say, everyone sprayed the titties and D-Dust. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I would I'd download, yeah, horrible stuff. <laughs> oh, there was worse stuff where I'm like, even me walking by, I'm like, are you serious, dude? Uh, you know, I'm like, there's kids, damn it. You know, even though I'm a kid, I was like, that's inappropriate. That is wildly inappropriate. <laughs> oh, my God, man. That's yep. funny. Um, but all right, man. Hey, seriously, thank you very much for sitting down. I hope you had fun. That was a yeah, blast. it was a good time, man. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me. It's hard to believe that it's already been a year, but whenever uh, whenever you're looking to have another conversation about anything, man, hit me up. Absolutely.